Hale, and welcome to episode 20 of the New Outriders podcast. It's our first episode of 2014. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Lord Lessarian and Lady Roxanne. How are you guys doing tonight? Sleepy. <laughs> Excited. Ready to do the podcast. Hail Nor. Hail Nor. We've got a packed house, three guests tonight. We've got our <coughs> Officer of the Year, Duke Tundra. Good evening, everyone. Glad to be back. Our Member of the Year, I believe Baroness Zaira. Hello, hello. And our new Member of the Year, oddly enough, is a Duke. Uh, that's Artuhid. Good evening. How are you guys all doing tonight? Excellent. Uh, yeah, great, great here. No complaints. It's nice Part to know that, us off. Yeah. It's nice to know that we uh, kicked Zira out of the, the raid she was supposed to run tonight. I know, Ooh. I feel bad. <laughs> I don't think they have any healers now. Uh-oh, somebody's going to die. I'm sure they could pug a healer easier than they could pug a tank. <coughs> yeah, Part 2 said they were starting true. to kill people already. Uh, sorry, Zira. It's okay. I'm not sorry. It makes me feel good about the podcast. Well, can I say something real quick? I just wanted to to tell you guys that I am so proud of y'all, and y'all have done such a great job for the Guild, and you totally deserve these awards, and more, really, but, you know. So, thank you, and congratulations. Why, thank you, Rox. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you. Yes, echo that for me. I'm going to start out with some Guild news. Not a lot has happened Norwise in terms of specific games since our last podcast, but um, with the anticipation building for Warlords of Draenor, um, players are flocking back to the World of Warcraft branch, um, pseudo-branch. Um, Lass even logged in at one point, making me wrong in my bet with Roxy that Lass would never play WoW again. Um, I'm, uh-huh. playing, I'm playing WoW again, Roxy's playing WoW again, um, uh, Duke Quilin is playing WoW again. It's a vicious, unfounded rumor. <laughs> Latea and Kor <laughs> are back. There's a lot of people back playing WoW Cats. again. Cats. Yep. Um, so WoW is it's doing it's well fun. right now. Um, hopefully <clears throat> players will stick around and we can get something going before the expansion hits. And then when the expansion hits, you know, hopefully we can keep everybody and uh, get the guild back to where it was you know, in the days of Burning Crusade and Lich King. Yeah, you know, we've got just enough people to do a 10-man. So, and they have the island, which is awesome. Ooh, 10-mans with tallow? Lass, you've got to get your computer working, because it's so much fun. Yeah, but you know he's just going to be like, Lass, go here, Lass, turn left, Lass, why'd you do it that way, Lass, why'd you go there? What is this? No. (laughs) No. I'm not a raid troll. I'm just kidding. I don't. I am just kidding. I'm taking the opportunity to pick on Tallow because, well, we haven't done this in a while, and I'm grouchy. See, now, I'm the guy, I stare <laughs> are at recount. you not grouchy? I stare at recounts, <laughs> and if I'm not on the top of the DPS chart, that's when I start bitching. I haven't even downloaded recount, so I'm trying not to. So that's, that's wow. we got three birthdays coming up. Oh. Well, hang on a minute. Hang no, on. We're done with wow. Yeah, no, I want to <laughs> No, I want to tell people, if if you want to come back, if you have an old account, come on back. We're having a lot of fun every evening and during the day, so, yeah. And if you've never played WoW and you want to try again, I'm sure all of us would like recruit a friend rewards. 
Oh, yeah. You know, let Just us know. Contact me. Yeah. Post on the <laughs> forums and you'll get like 18 emails. Um, yeah. And you'll get to choose which one of us you like best. Well, it is a quality game. It really is. And the graphics are a lot better. I mean, they're the same, but they look so much better in Pandaria. Well, that's because they're not the same. They are, in fact, better. Well, I mean, it's the same style. Right. Blizzard's, but it's beautiful. Blizzard stylized cartoons. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to move on to birthdays. Yay! <coughs> Pooja, turning 33. Seiko is turning 35. And Runesire is turning 45. Awesome. I did not realize Runesire was that old. He doesn't sound it. No, he doesn't. He sounds younger. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, guys. I think Lash should sing happy birthday. No, not going to happen. <laughs> I think Instead that's recording though. We should play something. That's people. more of a, a Duke thing. That would be Tundra and Arto. There we go. <laughs> oh, a duet. Yes. I mean, I've had a lot of practice at kids' birthday go. parties lately. And a woman. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> now I'm going to go through the list of promotions, and it's long since our last podcast. That is. Yes. Um, EverQuest two, two squires, Corvain and Astrid. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, Many Squires, Doze, Aldar, Torn, Nyla, Contessa, Lonelin, and RT946. That's an interesting name. He, he, must, must, be, be a droid. he must be a droid or a stormtrooper. <laughs> um, yeah. Neverwinter, Melody Oakhart, Wolfenstein, Eric, Angel, and Tarkish for Squires. Uh, EverQuest 2 had our first Squire honor in a long, long time. Most people are skipping tonight these days, but um, Kion is now a Squire honor. Uh, the Old Republic saw Repress get promoted to Knight. Uh, Neverwinter saw Hrothnar promoted to Baron, and Star Wars saw Intasar promoted to Baron. So, what's that? Hrothnar is actually an old Baron from yeah. way back in the day, so he's just more of one. Hey, that's just as good as being promoted if you come back and come active. Fair enough. Well, big congrats to all of our promotions. Awesome. Thank you for your service. Yes. that's It's nice to see that many squires. I know we haven't done a podcast yeah. in about two months because of the holiday break, but that's, we still, got that's like still good. We got 14 recruits, I think, for the month of... Was it November or December? One of the two. And it was just insane. Wow. And I think it was just because of Galactic Starfighter coming out and some other things that just started bringing people back that we just had a huge influx of recruits. It was crazy. You keeping them? Hmm? No, we're going to send them back. All right, no, I meant no. they're just around. I mean, Sorry. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> they're all Never pretty mind. cool so far. Awesome. Yeah, and I got an email today saying that Galactic Starfighter is open for me as a preferred member, not a subscriber. So I'll probably hop in and give that a try this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got that email as well, but I am a subscriber, so I don't get it. Yeah, I think they sent it out to everyone. Cause I oh, as well. <laughs> oh I yeah, one. I got it too. That's right. Oh, all right. Tell no, your friends. That's, that's mm-hmm. the deal, yeah. Um, go check the calendar for guild events. Uh, new on the calendar this time around, the Nomad Duchy. Well, Provisional Barony. I don't know what Nomad is exactly. <clears throat> um, we've added an every other week Civilization 5 game. Um, this last Sunday we played our test match, so 
that went well. We're looking for more players if they want to join. And um, on Sunday the 26th, we'll start up for real. Right now it's me, oh. Vashile, um, Sokolov, OJ played, and a friend of Sokolov's played. OJ had never played Civ Five before. Um, I've seen him playing it on Steam um, quite a bit the last couple of days, trying to trying to bone up before we play online again. That's a fun game. He'll catch on quick. I offered him some tips for some you know games he could like try. You know, try and play as Rome and only build three satellite cities and you know stuff like that. But he hasn't taken me up on my offer yet. I'm hurt. I know I haven't played Civ since Civ Two. I think that's been a long time. With the new Brave New World expansion that came out this past summer, uh, the second full expansion for Civ Five, in my opinion, it's probably the pinnacle of the the four X strategy genre. Um, Civ Five, I didn't think was all that good when it launched. It got a little better with the Gods and Kings expansion, but with Brave New World, it is fantastic. All right, now we're going to move on to what we're actually here for. Um, we're going to talk to our award winners, the three of you. We're very happy to have you here today. Uh, we're going to start with the least important, and that is, of course, the Officer of the Year. Yes, woohoo! That just means you've been here for too long. We're we'll going to start with Duke Tundra. <laughs> you've been you've been in Nor for a while now. How did you get your start? Uh, this is uh, my 10th year. I think I was recruited December 13th or something like that. Um, so, so 10 years of uh, good times. I started in the Star Wars um, Galaxies. Uh, my good friend uh, Baron Brandt uh, had been in the guild, and his mother before him had been in the guild. Um, and so... So yeah, I just got recruited through him. We had a huge little click of our uh, our circle of friends playing galaxies, and uh, I kind of moved up the ranks and stuck around. And they all jumped from other games and faded away. Um, a lot of them actually still play WoW, but not not with Nora, unfortunately. So between Galaxies and the Old Republic, is it fair to, fair to say that most of your ten years have been spent in the Star Wars Extended Universe? Um, no. I think EverQuest 2 had my uh, longest length of game time. Uh, Galaxies just was not a good game. Uh, I think I maybe played it for maybe a year and then jumped uh, to EverQuest 2 as soon as it came out. Um, so what I remember about Galaxies is that it started out all right, and then they seemed to be on a push where with every patch they made it consistently worse. Oh yeah, it it took like three whole different uh whole different looks before I quit playing. Like the big thing was, you know, everyone wanted Jedi and it was super, super rare. And the only way to unlock Jedi was to pick pick a class, level it to max, and then delete it and pick a different class level it up to max and delete it. Because you were restricted to one character per server. That is, and like, perfect for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I delete characters uh, all the time. So, so there was, you know, no one liked that, but everyone was doing it. So several months later, they're like, oh, we, we made it too hard to make Jedi, so let's make it so everyone can be a Jedi. So you have all those people that put all the work into getting it, you know, it's thrown out the window. 
and you could roll a fresh Jedi. Um, and, you know, MMOs to me is my favorite thing is running dungeons. And that game back in the day did not have any dungeons at all. It's like you would have a spawning point of monsters out in the middle of nowhere. And you would just go find these spawning points and kill kill the baddies. There was no real organized, you know, flashpoint or dungeon delve or anything. Uh, so whatever quest two popped up, you know, that was nothing but dungeons. So it took my attention very quickly. And so what rank were you at the point when you moved from Galaxies to EverQuest? Uh, Galaxies, I, I think I was just Squire, Squire Honor, somewhere in there. Um, but during that first month of uh, EverQuest 2, I took over the, the Herald position and kept that for the pretty much the life of my my officership there. Uh, I did Herald and Baron and Herald and Count. Um, and then uh, when I came to Star Wars, uh, I guess I just did Baron. So I always thought the key to being a good Count was to have a good Herald on your branch, because then you don't have to deal with your Baron's roster reports. Just have the herald deal with it, and you can work on the actual nuts and bolts of being an officer. I don't know. I feel like a branch leader should be the herald. I mean, it's so important to to know which players are active and playing, and who's disappeared, and um, just really having a good feel. I mean, I agree, Tanja. Frankly, I've always viewed the herald position as a means of sloughing off work that you should be doing to somebody else. Yeah, because I mean, that's really the the biggest job of, of running the branch is, is keeping track of, of the numbers and, you know, how active your guild is and whether or not you're starting to die off or if you need to recruit. And if the branch leader isn't doing that, you know, it's hard to get a real feel of it. See, that's the difference between a bad herald and a good herald. You know, <clears throat> a good herald manages the, the Excel sheet or whatever you're using to keep track of your roster. Thankfully, it's online now, thanks to last. And, you know, the, the the branch leader only has to care about the numbers, not actually entering the stupid stuff into the spreadsheet. Yeah, but that's so easy. Happens, like, once a week, you do five minutes of updates. <laughs> it's easy, but not when you're on a huge branch. I'm surprised you didn't go insane on EverQuest 2. Yeah, I mean, we had, like, 200 people running around. Right. You should be crazy. You should have snapped and, you know, beaten somebody to death with a stick. (laughs) Well, that branch did drive a few people crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So there you moved up. Um, Eventually, you took over in Star Wars The Old Republic, and now you're in Neverwinter after grooming your replacement in Star Wars The Old Republic. Um... What was that process like for you? Uh, yeah, it worked out better than I uh, could have could have asked for. Um, everyone really liked art. Uh, art was already taking a lot of initiatives, um, so it you know was a very easy transition uh, and, and nicely timed. Um, yeah, anything specific though? No, it's just not. It's not every day that every officer gets to choose their own replacement. Oh, sure, sure. No, I think that's, 
you know, one of the important things you want to keep in mind when you are promoting to barons and counts is, you know, the longevity of the of the person you're putting in the position and, you know, and your count is your number two. They're the first person that HC is going to look at if uh, something were to happen to the branch manager, or branch manager, the branch leader. Um, right, you got to ask yourself, could this person do my job if I was gone tomorrow? It, exactly. You know, and Riv, he was a count for a long time um, and, and would, was a great, uh, great officer. And then he got pulled away for, for studies and uh, R2, you know, this whole year um, hadn't been moving through the ranks and running the dungeon uh, Master's Guild. Um, so he was just the perfect uh, replacement after uh, Riv wasn't going to be in game anymore. Tundra really made it way too easy, to be honest. Well, you sort of took over a well-oiled machine. Exactly. So you've been in the guild for, like you said, ten years now, Tundra. What's some of your best memories of that time? Um, yeah, I mean, raid nights is always some of the best, because that's when you have the most people on at one time. Um, I know back in the EQ2 days, uh, we had a lot more, I guess, RP events or social events, like uh, the rat race that we had one year um, on the newsletter a few months back. I uh, posted an old screenshot and website that still exists from back then. Uh, a lot of good memories there. Um, way back in the galaxy days when, you know, real life friends all played together. Um, and over the years, a lot of them have come back for for months and weeks at a time. Like um, my friend Dejarum, whenever I can get him into a new game for a while, uh, it's always a good time. Um, and just watching the, you know, the branches grow, especially as a branch leader and officer, um, I take quite you know a lot of pride in in the success that the branches have uh, have become and and changed. So those are probably my favorite uh, moments. And do you see anything on the horizon for you, or is Neverwinter your game for the foreseeable future? Uh, Neverwinter is definitely the foreseeable future. Future. I've been playing it more and more, especially since R two has things under control on Star Wars. I don't feel like I need to. To pop in and, and check in as often, and and with Neverwinter, those first few months were really tough. Um, we had really high turnover. Uh, everybody was still learning the game, and the in-game dungeons were so hard because you didn't have those one or two people in the group that were overgeared or knew the mechanics. Like everyone was undergeared, no one knew what to do. You know, every dungeon run was a wipe. Uh, but at this point. We have, you know, very well educated people in the mechanics of the game, and everyone's geared correctly, and so it's just a whole different game now. And I really look forward to playing. Uh, we're there for a while. It was um, a little bit dread- dreading at times. All right. Well, we're running up on the end of our time, specifically with Tundra. Um, Last and Rox, do you guys have any questions for Tun? Wake up, Rox. <laughs> no, I don't have any questions for Tun. Oh, thanks for. Button, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. 
But uh, no, I don't have any specific questions for Tundra. All right, then. I just love him. Why, thank you. (laughs) All right, then let's move on. Um, You guys all get to take on Zero, Tundra and Artuhid, as our reigning champion. Um, Last podcast, I believe she won the protagonist-antagonist game. Oh, really? Or did you win? One of you did. I no, think I won. Did. She won. Oh. She's our reigning champion. So this week, this week we're going to do a little quiz. I'm going to give you a line from a game. I'll tell you what system the game is from so you can at least narrow it down that way in your mind. I'm going to give you one of the more famous lines from a video game, and you tell me which game it is. The first one to shout out the answer gets the point. Okay. You guys ready? Lass and Roxy, you don't have to participate this time if you don't want to. Oh, okay. Since we have three guests to make a fool of. Okay. Alright, the first one is a PC game. The line is, you have died of dysentery. I'm going to go with the Oregon Trail. You are correct. Yeah, that would have been my guess to you. Uh, second is an old arcade game. Blue Wizard is about to die. Oh, the four wizards uh, climb up the mountaintop. Oh, what is that called? That game is awesome. There's the green wizard and the blue wizard and the red one. It was fantasy. It was arcade. Time's up. That was Gauntlet. Gauntlet, yes. Uh, The next one is a NES game. You and your friends are dead. Isn't that every game ever made? But it doesn't actually say it on the screen where you and your friends are dead. This is also (laughs) a movie. This is also a movie license. Man, I'm terrible at these. Well, these are all before your time. That was Friday the 13th. Uh, I kept on thinking Paperboy. Throw in the papers. <laughs> uh, the next one should be easy. Uh, our princess is in another castle. Mario. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> uh, the next one is another NES game. Um, and I'm going to read it with a mistranslation in it, because that's how it came over from Japan. Congratulations. You have completed a great game. Pac-Man? Nope. This one is also a movie license. The first NES game, you said, right? Yep. It's an NES game. The movie was the first ever summer blockbuster, special effects blockbuster that was a comedy. Uh, Mario Brothers? I don't know if it was blockbuster. I think it went straight to video. That was (laughs) Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, The next one is another NES game. It's another one that's listed famously for its bad translation. Uh, the line is, a winner is you. <laughs> pac <Pac-Man? laughs> <laughs> That one is pro wrestling. I actually had that game as a kid. Uh, the next one is a PC, Xbox 360, PS3 game. This is, this is your fault. I'm going to kill you, and the cake is gone. You don't even care, do you? Assassin's Creed. No. <laughs> the key to that one I'm is the cake. I'm just going to start guessing random games and hopefully I get it. The key to that one is the cake because the cake is a lie. Oh, that was going to be Portal. It is Portal. Oh. Last with the steel. Now, the next one is actually a PS1 Sega Saturn game. What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. This was said by a vampire, by the way. Castlevania? Yes, Roxy with this Nice. Oh my gosh, you guys. The next one is uh, arcade <laughs> Super Nintendo Sega Genesis game. 
Uh, this one should be easy for anybody who is old enough. Uh, boom shakalaka. Duke Nukem? NBA Jam. NBA Jam. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> this is an old PC adventure game. Why, that's the second biggest monkey head I've ever seen. Ugh. Donkey Kong? That's what I think of when I think of monkeys. So. It's the secret of Monkey Island. I was close! This next one is an SNES Genesis arcade game. Finish him! Uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh. Yes. yes! I love that game. Uh, this is a series of games all on the PC. War. War never changes. Warcraft? I don't know. Nope. It's the opening line of an RPG series, and it's opened every game in the series. Oh, I don't the know. Latest, the latest game in the series was set in Las Vegas. Oh! Fallout? Call of Duty? It is Fallout. Ah! Uh, yeah! Damn it! Oh, Corey's getting OJ's getting This next exactly. one is, is an Xbox 360 exclusive, and this is the last line spoken by the protagonist and the trilogy. Wake me when you need me. Halo. Yes. Uh, this is an SNES RPG. You spoony bard. Nobody's going to get that one. It's Final Fantasy II. Uh, this next one is a PC 360 PS3 game. It's in Italian. Requiescat in pace. You hear this line a lot if you play this game. I don't. Set in Italy, it is Assassin's Creed 2. Oh. This is... Can I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, I told <laughs> last on, on Steam before we started, I'm like, OJ would dominate this. Um, I know, right? Don't ever have him come on a podcast again. This is from the second most famous series ever by Nintendo. Um, it's the first line said to you at the start of the series. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Oh, no. Sierra got that one. <laughs> this is an old text-based <laughs> PC adventure game. It is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a Gru. Oh, God. I've played that game. What the hell was it? <laughs> was that one of the King's Quests? No, that was Zork. Oh, Zork. Oh. This one is right. from a very, very new... Yeah, not a very new... Work. This is from a very popular PC game. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. At the start of every match, you need a buzzer. Yavul would be able to answer this one. Well, it's got to be Legends, right? LOL. Yep, League of Legends. All right, this one is said in every game in a specific game series. Um, again, by Nintendo, it's super effective. Uh, Mega Man. Nope, that's a Capcom game. That is from Pokemon. When you stack the right attack against the right enemy, it's always super effective. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry, I was gone. There was someone up the door. I probably could have got that one. Dang it! <laughs> and then this last one is one of the most famous, terrible transla- translations coming over from Japan ever, um, but nobody ever remembers what the game is. All your base are belong to us. Oh! I don't remember the game. Space something. Oh, my gosh. Pac-Man? <laughs> she says Pac-Man One of them better be Pac-Man no. watch. I'm not going to get it This is the last one All your base are belong to us That's like the most famous Somebody google it Come on Zero wing Zero wing 
Googling's cheating. Come on. <laughs> Arto is the winner. He had four All points. Right. Oh, congratulations. Last, Tundra and Zierra each had two points, and Roxy had one. Although last and Roxy weren't actually playing. So, right. Arto is yeah. the winner. Arto is the new champion of the podcast. Woohoo! Champion of the podcast. I was really surprised at how long it took you guys to answer NBA Jam. <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. I never <laughs> played sports video games ever. Oh, I should have said he's See? heating up. He's on fire. Yeah, I would have got it if you said he was on fire. All right, well, congratulations, Arto, champion of the podcast. Thank you. Moving on to Zierra. We know your backstory, but we're going to ask again anyway because we haven't asked you about that in a year. (laughs) Okay. Um, When we did the family episode, um, Tundra told us that he joined Nor because, you know, Galaxies, some of his friends were here. That's how it all started for him. Um, How did it start for you? Um... Well, I I joined in, like, 2007, I think. Yeah, because I got World of Warcraft for my birthday, and I used to watch OJ play all the time. Like, I would sit next to him and on, next to his desk and sit there and watch him play as Hunter for hours on end, like I used to do with any other video game when I was younger. And Dad and OJ, mainly OJ, uh, invited me into Noor because Dad liked the idea, so he had people who he you know, thought a family trusted to watch over his kid, kind of, when he's not there and when Corey's not there. I mean, OJ, sorry, whatever. My brother. Um, so, you know, if I needed help or, or if I, because, you know, it was a new game to me, I was a total noob, so if I needed help or I had a question, I could just ask the guild and get help instead of be probably harassed by General Chat because, wow, I had a terrible community. Um, and... And it was just really nice. I mean, I remember going to the guild meetings on my little gnome <laughs> warlock. I think she was a warlock. Um, and and the, we would be in that like a, this little building off of off like away from Goldshire, but it was still in the Ellen Forest. I think it was close to Wester Westfall. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's we would have garrison. a huge guild meeting, and there would be, like, at least 20 people there, and then we did promotions, and that's when I got squired, and, oh my gosh, it was so cool. And and then OJ left. He changed servers to hang out with more friends, because I think there was some drama going on in the guild. I don't know what was going on, but I just followed him, because he's my brother, and I was, like, 14. So I always wanted to be with, you know, family or whatever. And then I ended up finding my own friends and, and stuff like that. And and then after I didn't really want to play WoW anymore, I, I joined back to Noor and started playing Star Wars because OJ wanted to play Star Wars and Dad did. And so we kind of got everyone together again. And then Dad got busy with work and Corey started switching games every two minutes. So, <laughs> um, so I kind of stuck with Star Wars and haven't left. I love it. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that was, as the last point out, that was Westbrook Garrison. Yeah, that's it. I believe that was that was Lass's choice to hold the guild meetings there. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. I liked it. It was it was out of the way enough that we had privacy, but... It was still big enough, you know, to was, have, like, a hall cl- and everything. Yeah, and it was close enough that um, you could get the there from younger levels in, like, two minutes. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was, it was like, awesome. perfect. Every now and then... 
Um, some random person would come and sit in on our meeting, but that was cool. Yeah, not too often, though. No. So, you've been in the guild since 2007. You became an officer for this year, actually. So, you had a... Well, last year, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's been a, a a decent road for you before becoming an officer. Do you think that was just because it's not something you had thought about? Or was it more that you're, you know, you're still a teenager, and typically we don't promote them to officer? Um, I was, I was definitely, I was definitely just kind of enjoying the game and kind of going with the flow for a long time, and then I started honestly caring about the guild and like more so, you know, and wanting to do events and get the guild and progression and all that, and then because I became knighted, and then I was the bank guardian, and then I was part of the DMG, and then I was an officer. So I had a lot of responsibilities, like, before I was an officer, and I'm just seeing, you know, right now I have quite a bit of time, because all all I'm doing is college, and while that takes some time, I still have time to commit to raids and other events and stuff like that. Um, I wish I could play, you know, a bunch of other Nord games, but at the moment, Star Wars is pretty much taking up all my time. And, you know, and it's it's great. I want to help keep the branch going and stuff. And it's and I love it that we had, like, 14 recruits in, like, one month. And I'm still working on getting that recruitment list down or two. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> There's, like, four recruits that I could have squired that one night, and I feel terrible. Oh, I do that all the time, like... I'll have them in my group. We're running a dungeon. Yeah. And we're just we're so focused on the dungeon. I don't pay attention of the rank of the you person. You make like a little sticky me. note of like all the names. I just so I can see it when they're online. Um, we should have a guild meeting soon. We haven't done that in a while. Anyways, um, so I mean, I, I don't know. Have we have like the youngest officer we've ever had? Cause I can't remember when OJ became officer. You're pretty close. I don't know if you're yeah. the youngest yet, but you, between you, Zalas, or, or OJ. Yeah. Well, no, OJ was... I think he's younger than me. Dallas is, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit younger than me. I think a little but bit of it, ZR, frankly, was, was getting out from under, you know, your dad's and OJ's, OJ's shadow, you know what I mean? Because you were, not to yeah. dilute I mean, your we membership like, or anything like that, but you were, you know, you kind of just sort of like went along together. And then when you came to Star Wars, it was like... At least from my perspective, watching you, you know, you you took your your NOR membership, you know, to yourself, took it seriously, and said, "Hey, this is I'm serious about this. I want to I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this." Yeah. And uh, you know, that you were certainly officer material, irrespective of your your experience or your relationship with your brother or with your dad. Yeah, that's that's how that's kind of what I saw in, in what you said too. Um, once OJ decided to leave and you decided to stay, there was there was a change in how you approached everything. It's not that yeah. you, you weren't approaching it badly before. I'm not saying that by any. Yeah, no, I definitely was more casual when OJ was still part of the officer thing in uh, Star Wars when it first came to be in the pre-launch and and everything back when we were on that Crystal server. Uh, Ruby. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we were still in the, that server, and and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go do this," and I'm just like, oh, "Corey." <laughs> <laughs> I like playing with my brother, but 
he loves trying trying new games and the newest thing. And that's just kind of how he's always been. And sometimes, I mean, maybe he'll come back to Star Wars. I was kind of hoping he would maybe with the Galactic Starfighter when I goes free to play, but or prefer status probably he probably can now. But um, you know, since he had his baby, okay, well, his girlfriend had a baby. Um, you know, he hasn't been able to game as much as he would want to, so I feel like because he has less time, he spends more time trying out new games and stuff like that than just kind of committing to one MMO game for officer-wise, and which is fine, you know, because that's, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. I don't want to push an officer position on someone who's already busy, you know what I mean, if they don't want to do that. So pretty much after he left, I... And, you know, whatever would happen in the guild, like, any drama or any questions I ever had, I always go to him. I'm like, Corey, <laughs> okay, this, so this happens, like, what would happen? Or what does this rank mean? And I was pretty much getting all the officer information from him because he used to be an officer. So it was really helpful that I could just call him up and have any questions about it. And, you know, I could just ask him. And it's kind of the same thing with Valak, David. Like, if there's any questions that he has. I can always just sit there and answer it for him because he hasn't been in the guild as long as I have, but he started, I can't remember, it was definitely, was it, I don't think it was a year ago, it was like when Star Wars started, I want to say, I can't remember the exact date, but, and then he's, he's, he's gone up in the ranks pretty quick too, he's not an officer, but he definitely is a champion, which is good. So you've yeah, obviously you know you took a, a much more active approach to what was going on around you, and now you're our, you're a member of the year. Um, so obviously several people nominated you for that honor, and um, when the high council picked it, they picked you. Um, were you surprised at all when that happened? Yeah, actually, I had a feeling that maybe a couple would would, but I mean, there's so many awesome people in Nor. Like, I, I wanted to nominate, like, 20 people. <laughs> I had it, it, I had to sit there and down and, like, nominate people, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't. That was a very common theme with people who wrote in with their nominations was, you know, I'd really like to nominate these 10 people, but if you're forcing me to pick three, then here's the three I'm picking. Yeah, and I don't know. I was actually really surprised. I had a feeling that Tanja and R2 would definitely get, a, you know, get the awards because they really deserved a bet. I don't know. Like, I feel like I have done a lot, but, but I mean, you guys decided. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, in my mind, and obviously I'm not the authority on anything. I didn't, I'm not on the high council. I didn't choose the winners. I thought Tundra was a foregone conclusion. Um, he was the branch leader I know, for two like branches for the year. Already Tundra, like. <laughs> yeah, it, it, to me, that was a foregone conclusion. I will say, um, you were not my nominee for member of the year, but when you but when you won it, and I saw a last post, and I'm like, oh, that's a good choice. Um, so no, that you you're clearly deserving of it. You did it. We didn't really, we didn't really, we didn't really pick them. We didn't. We basically went with how the nomination shook out. I think. I mean, I, I'm working from memory here a little bit, but we basically just. I mean, the whole idea of these awards in the first place was to have the members pick these awards themselves, to have them not make the nominations and, and effectively select them. Um, yeah. The only reason we left it open for the High Council, if there was something, I don't know, some unknown quantity that we, we couldn't anticipate that something would require us to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 
but essentially the the people who were awarded the the awards that they got were were selected by their by their fellow members. All we did basically was you know kind of ratify the results. So you're like the Oscar committee. Something like that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there was you know X number of votes for Tundra, and X number of votes for Tallow, and X number of votes for Sierra. Never give of... Leonardo DiCaprio one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't give him any Nor awards because he hasn't contributed <laughs> to the to the nonprofit. No, definitely not. Yeah. So you've been in the guild a long time. You came here via family. Um, do you have any good memories or stories you want to share? Um. I remember simply because I did hang out with a bit of Nor, like mainly Lass and Roxy. Um, I remember talking to them a lot. Um, I can't remember because that was back when Nor was pretty huge and wow, and I had like a group I was at, like a certain baron I was pretty much assigned under, but I can't remember who it was. I know it wasn't Corey because of conflict of interest or whatever. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but. Man, that sounds like something I did. I wouldn't be surprised. No word. Um, Although, I did group family members together quite often, so it could <laughs> not be something I did. Probably because of OJ. Um, but I remember uh, making my first character and going to Stormwind with Corey, and I was it was ungodly laggy because I had a terrible computer, but I just remember, like, the buildings and just, like, the whole first experience, you know, of, a, of an MMO and just people running around and going through the tram and going to Ironforge and... And um, and then the guild meetings. I thought that was like the coolest thing on the face of this planet. They're still are cool. Like <laughs> I mean, we that were fun. we did that wedding and rift and and just oh, any yeah. guild meeting that we do. It's just it's really great to get everyone together and and say hey. <laughs> well, that's what Nora's about, you know. Yeah, just exactly. the game. All right, Les and Roxy, do you have any additional questions for Zira? Well, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, she's she's like, you know, my child. Because I've known her for so long. Since I she know, was I a think baby. it's you, like, you, Roxy and Lass are like my other parents, pretty much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound weird, but it's kind of what it always felt like to me, at least. I'm not going to go to that level, but that's how I've always felt about um, Zalas. Because I've known him since he was literally like six years yeah. old now, through an hour. Yeah. And how be like the crazy that? uncle or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The crazy podcasting uncle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Zero. We're going to talk briefly about the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, partially a mea culpa on my part. Um <laughs> for the last year, I've been talking about taking over for... Or oh, start, God, at least a year. Branch. Just a year. No more than that. Just since we started, you know, the second half of the podcast, sure. Um, talking about taking over the branch for Elder Scrolls Online. And um, I posted on the boards, that's not happening. Um, I can't... I could probably be an officer on that branch if someone needed me to be an officer I would be happy to do that but I can't be a branch leader right now I just I can't well between the baby and work and my wife and I are like working opposite schedules so we don't have to pay for daycare so it's either I'm at work or I'm with the baby so I just I simply can't 
put myself in as branch leader of Elder Scrolls Online. So we're looking for somebody else to do it. Um, there is a lot of more interest in the game. Um, some people have gotten into the beta and are playing. Um, I've played the beta, and you know, there's an NDA on the beta, so I can say that I've played it, um, and I can't say much else other than the fact that I absolutely loved um, what I've done so far in the beta. Um, it's an MMO. It feels like an MMO, but there's enough Elder Scrolls splashed in there that if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, you'll probably like it. Can I um, uh, say something about that, too? You can say whatever you want. Yay. Okay. Um, if anyone has not done the beta and is interested, you can still sign up for it because they will they will have more sessions. So I, I encourage you to do it because I got into the beta this past weekend and... Yeah, pretty much what Tallow said. Yeah, they're letting in, and they're letting in gobs of people at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, each new test is like a couple hundred thousand people being let in, on top of what was already let in. Um, it feels content complete, um, and it's just bug squashing at this point. Maybe some, you know, UI and systems improvements, but it feels feels pretty good. Um, lots of bug squashing to do, but they've got a couple more months to do that in. Um, so, you know, we're looking I was for... Really in, I, I, I was really impressed um, at the quality of it. Well, I like the, the quests and the, the dialogue they've written, and the game is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's not as... At least the zones I've been to are not quite as fantastical as what you see in Guild Wars 2, but overall, I think it's actually a better-looking game than Guild Wars 2, um, which in my mind up to this point was the best-looking MMO. So I think that's that's a thing going forward. If you like looking at pretty pictures, it's got them in droves. Um, yeah. But what exactly. we really need is we need somebody to step up and take over as branch leader. Um, yeah. A couple of specifics about Elder Scrolls that the branch leader will have to, to think about is... Um, you join the guild by account, like you do in Guild Wars 2. So if you invite a character, they're in the guild. And it doesn't matter if they're in your faction or another faction, they're still in the guild. Um, all three factions can be in the same guild. That said, the guild may only represent one faction in the Alliance War. So between the Aldmeri Dominion, the Daggerfall Covenant, and the Ebonheart Pact, I believe the Daggerfall Covenant was the most popular in all of our pre-release polling, so that's probably the one the Guildmaster would have to choose for participating in the Alliance War. We could make the Guild three times to participate in all three, but that seems really redundant to me. Um, I wonder if it's anything like Neverwinter, where your Guild picks a side in the Quanagram, which is a big PvP 20 versus 20 match, and you can change it. It costs money. Well, I'm not sure. At, at, at least at this point, I'm not sure you can change it in 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 ESO. The way the Alliance Wars works, and this is all public, so I'm not breaking beta rules here, is it's it's persistent. So you take keeps and, you know, all that stuff, and you earn points for your guild, which you can spend on upgrading your keep. You can have a guild store in your keep. And it's persistent. Over time, they, like, they end it so they can assign rewards based on your rank, but None, nothing resets, so it's persistent over time. So, as it's set right now, once you pick your guild faction, that's your guild's faction for the Alliance War for the duration. Um, what's nice is that all of your characters are in the guild, regardless of which faction you pick. 
so you can join the Alliance War at level 10, and it bumps you up to whatever the top level is, um, just like Guild Wars 2, just like a bunch of other games do now. So you could just get a character to level 10 on whatever the guild faction is and then play the other characters and the other factions as your main if you wanted. And the only thing that you'd ha- really have to change characters for is the Alliance War. Um, but that's something for whoever steps up to be branch leader to decide. And uh, I want to promote Lazarin's officer meeting. I believe it's the third Sunday of the month, which is the 19th. Is that correct, class? Because if somebody is considering uh, stepping up from their current officer position or to become an officer for the first time, it would be a great time to come and you know ask candid questions and get any backstory and things like that. And I believe that's 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday and Team Speak 3. Yep, just before the High Council meeting. And we've had great attendance to that. I mean, not to plug the meeting too long, we're talking about ESO, but it's, I think that's been, I think those have been pretty productive meetings. Yeah, they've been a little Star War heavy. Uh, so, uh, Neverwinter officers, if you're listening this evening, uh, Sunday, 8 p.m., that'd be great. Now you're assuming I'll have it edited and posted by then. Yeah, so, so your goal is to have it done by Friday night. I'll have it done tomorrow. All right, that's enough about ESO, unless Lassa Roxy has anything to say. No, I think about sums it up. I hope, um, you know, someone will consider uh, coming over and being part of the, you know, the uh, officer corps. Um, there's, a, there's a huge amount of interest for this yeah. game. Um, in the guild, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be big. When it was first announced, I know that it was it was kind of, well, we're going to go play, we're going to go try Neverwinter, and like, and half the officers are going to try Neverwinter. We're like, yeah, I'll go try Neverwinter while I'm waiting for ESO to get released. Um, so I think a lot of people are going to certainly give it a try at the very minimum. Um, and Tallow, I, I I sort of feel as though you've put a lot of thought and and possibly some planning into. Becoming the branch leader, even if you've made the decision not to become the branch leader. So I'd, I'd like to suggest that whatever person is considering it, uh, maybe talk to Tallow a little bit and get some thoughts from him, because I I suspect he's he's got a few ideas about at least how to get how to get going and, and how to get themselves organized. Well, all that planning is why I came to the decision that I can't actually do it. <laughs> I just I don't I don't have the time with the baby to be huh. to be that kind of branch leader, and I like being a dad so. Uh, you just overthought it. You just, one day a week, you're good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's what you can do in you know EverQuest and DDO at this point, but not not a new game. All right, that's enough. Elder Scrolls. Now right. moving on to our new member of the year, the Greenhorn, already a Duke, um, Art of Heat. Been sitting quietly in the corner waiting for us to call on him. Sleep. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta mute my mic so I don't make any weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, like I mentioned, you're already a Duke and you're the new member of the year. Um, it's been a long time since we had that kind of path available to somebody. I mean, if you look at some of the old games we've had um, back in the later part of the '90s and the early parts of the 2000s, you can see someone get promoted at that kind of speed, but. 
since, you know, the EQ2 WoW shift in MMOs that really hasn't been even available to somebody. And you came in and did it. Um, so let's let's start out with, you know, where did you come from? <laughs> um, boy, I, I guess I started with Old Republic, uh, pre-release player. Was in a, a small guild, seven, eight people with some personal friends that I had. Uh, then after the server mergers happened, you know, I had a character at max level, but I had never done any raiding or anything. So I got on the official uh, Old Republic forums, found a random post from Tundra, uh, sent him a PM asking if I could raid with him. I, at the time, didn't know anything about new Outriders or Tundra or anything. Uh, he allowed me to join them on a couple raids, and uh, I guess it just kind of all took off from there. And it took off, it took off like a rocket. Um, it didn't take long before you started getting promoted and, and got up to the officer level. Um, when you came into Nor, is that something you were looking to do, or were you just looking to participate? Well, at first, it was just um, wanting to uh, find a group of of cool, fun people that I could uh, do some casual raiding with. Uh, this is the first MMO I've played where I've actually participated in a raid of any kind um, and then obviously once I found out uh, how awesome Nor really is and how great the people are around here I decided that uh, I wanted to put forth uh, a little more effort into it and uh, see where it would take me so how much you know once you you got in and and you you know you said you found out how awesome Nor is how much digging did you do you know, once you joined the guild. I remember when I joined that, and this was like two or three websites ago, um, you know, I went and I read like the entire charter and all the extra primary documents and whatever history documents we had, and I was, you know, shocked that I was joining a guild that at the time was like, you know, nine, ten years old, um, given that I've been in it 11 years now. Um, you know, how much of that did you do, or did you just you know, start playing with people and, and learn that way? You know, before I was actually, um, before I actually joined NOR, uh, Tundra was nice enough to set me up with a forum account so that I could uh, sign up, start signing up for raids and stuff uh, to secure a spot. And I spent uh, probably way more time at work than I probably should have perusing the forums and <laughs> the website and uh, learning about the guild's history and all that fun stuff. Was there anything that like stuck out to you specifically, or just um, the whole package seemed good? Yeah, I mean, the, the longevity and and the amount of different branches and members that you guys had was, I mean, for me, it was it was crazy. I'd never seen anything anything like it. Now that you're, you know, obviously you're you're an officer. Um, you've moved from, you know, newbie to officer, and you can kind of see how the sausage is made. Um, has it changed your opinion at all? Of nor as a guild? No, definitely not. Um, as a matter of fact, getting to see how more of the higher level stuff works and, and all that good stuff has really really opened my eyes to, you know, how much effort these people put into this guild and how much these people really care for this guild. Um, you know, it just it makes me want to continue to work towards growing the guild and, and becoming one of those people. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good goal. 
Uh, we would like you to do that. Um, you haven't even gotten to see a good a good high council fight. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, since since you've been in the guild, we've just got the the four high council members: Last, Roxy, Yavul, and Avon. Um, you know, there there have been times in in my time in the guild when there have been like eleven people on the high council. And I know it's oh even, yeah even bigger than that. Some of those meetings were extremely fun to watch. Yes, throw down here, pull in. On that note, I, I feel like I'm digressing a little bit. You know, and R2 was talking about, you know, finding out how cool NOR is. <coughs> and I had to uh, kind of chuckle to myself a little bit because certainly we've had our, certainly we've had our ups and downs. And I, I, I when I'm looking at the group here and, and thinking about the last year or so, um, if there's any one upside to how much we shrank, um, it was kind of the process of rebuilding, you know. I mean, at the risk of casting a pall on the podcast, you know, that we, we certainly have had plenty of members that brought with them some some baggage and some drama, pretty much wherever they went. I, I feel like, um, and this goes back to what Tala was saying about the, sort of the smooth transition. How you know Tundra was basically able to get R two ready um, to take over on the Star Wars branch and you don't often get to choose your successor, that's really not how it's supposed to be. You really are supposed to... You know, Star Wars is almost like a, a perfect example of what NOR really should be. You know, as kind of pared down, drama-free, fun, 